hello. This is Joe Franks. It's Thursday, June 16, another edition of Unfathomable Grace, a weekly podcast for your encouragement, maybe for your encouragement to repent. Today's podcast is entitled Before We Cast Our Stones, and it has to do with how maybe we should respond in this Pride Month that we find ourselves in. This month is Pride Month. We're in the midst of a 30-day celebration of debauchery. Our White House and other governmental bodies have issued forth their proclamations of support. Corporations have lined up to spend their money and endorse the LGBTQQIP2SAA movement. Did I get it all? In our post-Christian land, a large number of our neighbors are interested in donning their flags, wearing their pins, showing their colors, and endorsing this cause. Parades, festivals, and coming out parties are found in abundance. And in the heat of the moment, many churches are scared silent, while some boldly endorse the confusion, lust, immorality, fornication, adultery, androgyny, and lunacy of our day. I know it seems crazy. It might seem ludicrous to have a whole month celebrating sins like racism or or sins like sexism, vandalism, dishonesty, theft, abuse, murder, or adultery. Who could think of such? But here we have, for an entire month, our land and other nations celebrating sin and its disastrous consequences. However, to my Christian straight Bible-believing, church-going friends, you who are willing to speak the truth, let us together slow down before hurling our stones. You see, we're all cut from the same cloth. We are all more alike than we prefer to imagine. All of us have private sin. All of us have come from the same assembly line of humanity. We've been scarred by our parents long before our being further skewed by our environment. In a real sense, we were all born this way. None of us have been conceived in righteousness uh, even before we committed our first sin. We were depraved in the womb. Therefore, our being straight or gay, it is a real distinction, but without a huge difference. We have all suffered a fatal spiritual birth defect. We've all come into this world with a moral cancer. We've all been born carrying the DNA of our father, the devil. Yes, we've all started as godless hellions. This is our natural condition. And consequently, following our birth, all we've done is we've matured in showing our indwelling sin through many different various public sins. Yeah, our private sin becomes manifest. The spiritual cancer within shows itself in our thoughts and actions and words and deeds. And yeah, the symptoms are not all the same. The particular transgressions or sin titles vary from person to person. But we're all the same in this, that we continually show forth our inner depravity through our external displays of unrighteousness. And then we progress. We have our private sin that shows itself in public sins, and we find ourselves at different times in life, maybe digressing is the better word than progress, going through various seasons of pride. 
God allows us to wander a long way down the forbidden road in the process. He kind of allows sin to have its numbing effect on our conscience. What happens? The embarrassment factor of our iniquity diminishes. The old man comes out of hiding. He comes out of the closet and shamelessly, publicly, arrogantly, we practice, parade, and promote our sin. This isn't a homosexual thing. This is a human tendency thing. But thanks be to my God who graciously steps in from time to time rescues us from our arrogant self-worship. He rescues us from our walking in pride in our sin. So if June can be pride month, maybe July can be humble month. We can all engage in education, acknowledgement, repentance, right practice, and humble love. Sinners, straight and gay alike. Let me walk through those real quick. Education. Let's jump back in the Word. Let's read the good words of Scripture. We can reacquaint ourselves with God's revealed truth that applies to every ethnicity, culture, nation, community, sexual practice, and generation. And it's good to know what the good God thinks and says. Acknowledgement, then let us realize that what he has said is true and right and beautiful. And let us also acknowledge that Satan is the evil one who has perverts God's truth with the propaganda of his own. Oh, friends, God loves us. He created us in his image. The Bible is his owner's manual. He doesn't want to harm us. He wants to live live life abundantly. He wants to rescue us from our bondage and lead us in the right way. And in God's word, he tells us that which is pure and best. Then seeing the standard, what are we going to do now? All of us should repent. We need to all recognize our own indwelling sin and its horrid ramifications. They're different, but they're all horrible. Some of the manifestations of our sin are theological, ecclesiastical, emotional, financial, industrial. But some of the ramifications of our sin are seen in relationships, in our sexuality. And there are different levels of consequences. All of our transgressions, though equal, are not equally harmful to us and to others. But regardless of our particular sins of affection, thought, word, and deed, God looks and he is displeased with our sin. He hates it and he sees it all. And yet we keep sinning. I'm speaking to everyone, including those who are in Christ. We keep sinning. And if we say we don't, we lie and do not say the truth. But we know that God responds to gospel-fueled prayers of confession, thanksgiving, and adoration. He doesn't have anything to grant the one who does not acknowledge or confess his sins. He does not grant grace to the one who wants to grade his sins and compare himself to others as the proud Pharisee did in the Gospels. But to those who confess their sin, he grants forgiveness, reconciliation, pardon, rightness, adoption, and the indwelling Holy Spirit and all the fruit that comes from this new relationship. So what are we going to do, proud friends? Whether you be gay or straight, What are you going to do, proud friends, whether you be in the church or out of the church? What are you going to do, proud sinners? 
I hope you're going to confess with me our sins and give God praise and offer forth the thanksgiving that comes from us who recognize our depravity. And then what are we going to do? We're going to follow our hearts. He changes our hearts and he makes us want to engage in right practice. And so that is something for which we supplicate. We continually pray and implore God, grant us spiritual fruit. Could you teach me every single day how to have a more fiery hatred for sin and for Satan? Oh God, please give us a white hot passion for purity. And then as God affects our hearts and our heads, we enjoy the practice of bringing into conformity our performance with our priestly identity and then recognizing what God has done and is doing in our life, we end with humble love. After seeing ourselves as the chiefest of sinners or the worst kids on the block, after rightly beating our breasts, having nowhere else to look and no one else, nothing other to say than God be merciful to me a sinner, we lovingly and boldly reach out to our sin-cursed and proud neighbors and try to get them to be impressed with gospel truth. So, can I model this? Instead of casting stones, can we fall on our knees and ask God to forgive us of our pride? Can we live the humble life? And can we invite others to follow us as we run to the cross? Let's pray. God, regardless of our alphabetic preference and proclamation, whether we be straight or gay, you are so good. And we are not good. This minister praying right now is no better than anyone listening. Lord, I know my proud sins, I know my public sins, and I know the private sin. And I deserve nothing but the divine wrath of God in this life right now and in the next. That's what I deserve. I am not without sin and I have no stones to throw. And God, I have no clue why you give different people different temptations. You can lead us not to temptation. You can deliver us from evil, but quite often you allow us to be led into temptation by the spirit, but also by the world and the flesh and the devil. I do not completely understand how nature and nurture works, but I do know this. I know how Satan works and I know how he wants to destroy us all. Thanks be to you, Jesus Christ. We love you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And you have given us a lover, a spouse like none other. Lord Jesus, we confess our sins. We request your perfect righteousness. We confess our sins and want to experience your cleansing right now. We know we get reconciliation for giving up and just for asking. And we ask you to give us wisdom for living and transform our hearts and our wills. 
Help us to want holiness more, to hate unholiness more. And we ask you, we know that you will sanctify us to the degree and at the pace that you deem best for us. But we wish you would do it more quickly and more thoroughly. And we look forward to the day when you come again and we will no longer wrestle with our private sin, our public sins, and our proud displays of our sinfulness. We trust you, our Savior. We follow you, our Lord. We learn from you, our teacher. And Lord, would you help us as Christians to be the most humble people, not only in the month of July, but in all months following. Would you help us grab our friends, whether they be gay or straight, and bring them to the Father who loves us so, who has rings and robes and sandals in abundance. Oh God, help us to leave behind the pit and the sinful choices that harm us so, and let us all together find rest and peace at the party of God, in the house of God, with sinful saints, beloved of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.